Welcome to Becoming the Best You with the Hodgsons. Please welcome your hosts, Ryan and Ellie Hodgson. Hey, hey, and welcome back to another episode of Becoming the Best You with the Hodgsons. So it's obviously been a while since we've been podcasting. We are going to get back into it now. Um, and one of the reason, key reasons why we've been a little bit slack or perhaps not been podcast as much we're going to share with you is because we've been in prep. So if you don't follow us on social media or get our daily emails, do you live under a rock? But also um, it's because we, we had the British finals a couple of weeks ago and that was taking up a lot of our time, energy and effort. And I don't think you would have wanted to listen to us um, whilst we were in prep. We probably wouldn't have been quite as energetic or fun. But today we do really want to talk to you about lifestyle. And this is this is a topic to Ryan and I that's so important. It's something that we talk a lot to our clients about and surround their goals around their lifestyle because there's nothing worse than setting a plan that doesn't take into consideration your life, including your family, your work, and possibly you have to travel for work, your friends, the food you enjoy, the drinks you love, okay? Even the exercises that you love, okay? So this is something that we are so passionate about and we're gonna show you the experiences that we had whilst in prep and the consequences we had, but also how we can improve and how we can also kind of share our knowledge onto you that possibly you might wanna kind of share. Yeah, so just to put it into perspective, when we were like in what they call off-season, if you don't follow bodybuilding, off-season is where you're like not getting ready for a show, but you're actually trying to sort of normally even trying to build muscle. You're working on the weaknesses that you had from the last season. We were eating twice the amount of calories or even more so, more than twice the amount of calories than we were when it got into prep. Um, and then when we, when we started prep, it started a gradual thing with doing a little bit of cardio, but by the end, we were doing like three hours of cardio a day, um, so, seven days a week. So. so I'll just give you a background sort of where I was for my off-season so you, you can understand like what I had to do. So coming off from the first show in Jersey, September, um, I competed in figure tone. So my feedback was that I literally had to kind of put on muscle pretty much across my body. So predominantly shoulders, um, need to kind of get grow my back, but really work on my legs. Um, so I really had to kind of increase the food, target my training was very much sort of targeting my legs um, and my shoulders. Um, and so what comes with when you increase your food naturally is that you, um, I had to put on some weight. So that was something where I was. So I definitely increased, I would definitely say I did improve my muscle. <laughs> yeah. And then when it, when it got to the start of prep, I noticed from Ellie, she wasn't feeling great about herself and she was very very down about the way she looked, the way she felt, and struggled with the idea of how she was going to this prep not feeling good about herself, whereas in the past she felt relatively good about herself because she'd never had to put on muscle or weight in the same way. And that's something that was almost like a starting point from a prep that was going to be challenging for us both physically and emotionally. But I think when we got into it, the more and more we started to see, we've got, we kept the diary actually about... Um, what we're doing in prep, how we're feeling, things like that. The more and more we got into prep, the more and more we actually started to resent it. And we can see a lot of correlation between what we do in prep and what our clients have tried in the past when they're trying to lose weight. And that's why we wanted to talk about it, to link the two. So as you can imagine, prep is probably very difficult to 
include lifestyle or what we thought it was very difficult to include lifestyle. So the, the current prep that we've just done didn't include our lifestyle. So it really kind of like questioned for me when I read my diary, I questioned my priorities. Um, it was very sort of... Everything was time, about the show, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. It was very time consuming as well. Um, and you know what, like, I think Ryan's going to share with you a memory that he has, um, which will be the same memory that we have as Eve May's birthday. We felt as if this prep took a lot of sacrifice. And if anything, whether you're going on a health kick, a diet plan, anything, you should never feel like you're sacrificing anything because that could be the first mistake that you'll make. So we always say, like, we're crystal clear on what our priorities are. And our number one priority is Eve May. Um, if you don't know, Eve May is our daughter. It was her third birthday in April. So we were about 10 or 11 weeks out, Ellie's parents are over, and we said we'll take her into town, take her for a tea and coffee, cause she ab- a tea and cake, because she absolutely loves going in for a cake and ice, cream. and ice cream and things like that. So that was fine. We went to there, and we didn't have a cake. We had a Diet Coke, because there's zero calories in it. Yes, we do drink Diet Coke, but more on that another day. And um, that was it. And she didn't notice because Ellie's parents had a cake and it was, you know, it was totally fine. However, we were, we were suffering with guilt then because we were like, it's our daughter's third birthday and we couldn't even enjoy um, a bit of cake with her. And the thing is, Eve May's at an age where she's learning about sharing. So she really wanted to share her ice cream with us. And the worst thing that we could do is like say no, because we don't want to give her the idea that ice cream's not good because we want her to enjoy food because if we went in prep we would definitely be having ice cream there and so we would would hate to kind of sort of um put on our sort of feelings towards food onto her so that's the number one sort of rule that we have and so that was very difficult during prep so we had to sometimes pretend that we were taking things from her just because we noticed in our first prep if may was turning to avoid meal times and so like brian said if may is our priority and there's nothing worse than kind of having guilt towards your role as a parent and when I was reading my diary um over the course of the weeks I was seeing how my patience was going free for me I didn't have energy to play I wasn't going swimming because I was still feeling so self-conscious of my body shape I felt as if my progress was very slow um and I, I question now was it worth it was it worth me to kind of have those feelings and not be there for me and at the minute I think no I'm all about lifestyle and that prep did not have my lifestyle and it's like, well, those of you listening and you might think, like, oh, well, why, why did you just cheat on the diet? There was, there was no way for us during prep to avoid guilt. Sticking to the diet, we had guilt associated with the, the Ethan May, with our priorities. Because also, more important than our bodybuilding, there's always going to be our work as well because that provides our lifestyle. And also, we do genuinely love helping our clients. So that's more important as well. And we would have had guilt associated to to that but then if we did it the other way around cheating on the, the diet or perhaps relax on the car so we could do more work we would then have had guilt associated with the fact that we hadn't done all we should have done for the prep so it was like there was a no-win situation at the time and it's only really now looking back at it we started to realize how how much of an impact these sort of things can have and we've seen it with clients that have been on these extreme diets where they've cut the calories really really low and they exercise excessively it becomes almost like that's your life and everything around you can start to suffer like you know your your friends your social things and even when it gets to it, it can be good your relationships you know like ellie and i's relationship certainly wasn't the same at the end of prep that it was before the start of prep 
Yeah, I'd definitely say, I mean, <laughs> you can imagine I'm a little bit snappy, but most importantly, I would say that our physical side of our relationship probably did go a little bit. And that's sad because, you know, husband and wife, you know, we should be affectionate and we, we weren't. So again, like I said, there's a lot of sort of questions that I have towards my prep that I wonder, was it worth it? And you're probably wondering, well, how does this relate lifestyle? How can it relate to me? Well, something that we always, one of the first questions that we will always ask one of our clients is, what can you realistically commit to on, say, on the physical activity side? And be realistic as possible. We want you to include, or do you know what? I have to take my children swimming on X amount of days. I literally can only do two days. Absolutely fine. We would rather you kind of focus on the maximum that you can do right now, even if it is two, okay? That's two better than zero. Um, and then possibly we'll look at other areas in your life where possibly you can look at your expenditure. So, you know, could, is there ways where you could take the stairs rather than lift? Could you maybe walk a little bit further? Because these are areas being realistic to you where you are, not worrying about what anyone else is doing, are going to make all the difference because A, you're not going to be depriving from taking your children anywhere. So you're not going to feel that guilt either. But it's going to work well with you. So you never feel as if like you're sacrificing anything. And the same goes with your food. You should never feel like you're sacrificing anything. The minute you feel that, the minute that you're going to make that first mistake and possibly you could increase like an unhealthy relationship, not only to yourself, but towards the diet or to the exercise side. Um, if anything, if you're wondering, well, how can I, how can I improve my diet? Look at your portion size. You know, what is your portion size like? Is it varied? Another good little tip that we've started introducing is what color is on your plate? If there's a lot of white and beige, maybe possibly add in some color to your plate. And then it's remembering that you're looking at when you reduce portion sizes, giving things chance because I feel within this world and the society at the moment where everyone's in a hurry and I'm very guilty of it and Ellie's very guilty of it. Like during our prep, we wanted to be show ready a week into it, you know, and it was a 19 week prep. So we completely understand and relate to it, but you almost have to take a step out and realize that, do you know what? I'm doing this for longer term good. I'm doing this for a lifestyle perspective. I know my change are going to be slightly smaller. So give it charts. You know, if you're making dietary changes, don't just focus on that weight. Like we always say, like you want to basically track everything. So track how you're feeling, track your energy levels, track your periods, track everything. And if you're starting to notice any sort of negative effects on any of them, then it's not working. But if you're noticing changes in one or two of those areas, what you're doing is working. Give it a little bit more chance. Keep it a little bit of patience. And I promise you, you're not going to regret it longer term. Even like being aware of your mood, the amount of times that we've had like mums come to us saying how they've noticed their patience for the child increasing. Like people don't realise, I think people live in a world where like we put up with so much, so you put up with having no energy, you put up with your moods all over the place, you put up possibly your periods being irregular or not there, you put up with feeling tired, I don't know if I already mentioned that. You, but you shouldn't have to put up with if something's not quite right and you're feeling like you're suffering then you need to possibly look at ways to how you can improve it and um, maybe get your blood started is possibly where i would first start off with just just to check your hormones how are they how they seem um and then look at possibly what what are the reasons for it if you're feeling stressed um it can get better but just be aware don't if anything suffer on your own because even things like quality of sleep plays a huge part and like when we were in prep we didn't hardly sleep you know and that's just purely because we were often being honest we we're going to sleep hungry you know we we're going to sleep hungry and couldn't properly sleep but that that's just the cycle that 
if you're following something that's perhaps a quick fix. We knew we could do it for a period of time. It was like, yes, we could allow, like, we knew we could allow our, by the time we noticed things like work weren't getting prioritised in EFA May, we knew we could carry it on for the next 12 weeks. But after that 12 weeks, I got towards the end of the 12 weeks and both Ellie and I were worried about how we would come off prep and get back to normal. Would we go the opposite way? Um, but fortunately, we haven't because we've all, because we've journaled, because we've kept aware of our situation and we've now got our priorities are actually written on a board in front of us that we look at every day. And Aoife May is number one, work's number two, bodybuilding or what we call now as our like being an active lifestyle is number three. And there's, I don't know if, if a lot of people follow me or have read sort of like my priorities where whilst I was in prep, what I was talking about. And one of them is that, you know, I would like to have another baby at some point. And you're probably thinking, well, why did you do prep? Well, that's one of the reasons why we did journal to make sure like how my hormones were, how my high was emotionally, because if it did get to a point where it just, it was enough was enough, we would stop it. Within three weeks coming um, off stage, three weeks my peers have come back. So that's, again, like just being aware and the importance. And it goes to show that, you know, as soon as you kind of get lifestyle back in your life and you get balance in. And nourishment. I think yeah, the big thing about that is nourishment. And that's one thing that we didn't do after this prep was we didn't binge. Um, we kind of brought it back slowly. Uh, we made sure that we were nourishing our body with nutrients. We've always taken... Um, vitamins, multivitamins, I'm, I have a, a female multivitamin, I can talk. So it's very important that your body does get the nutrients it needs. And then once you, once you start to look at these sort of things from a bigger perspective, you can start to realise that like, when you're sacrificing that and other things are affecting, it's longer term going to give you a more unhealthy relationship with trying to better yourself because you'll you'll you won't associate the fact that what you're doing is perhaps a quick fix and you know i know in the like i was worried then well i don't want to do anything else now that's going to set myself another goal that's going to make other areas of my life fall apart and that's why it's like you don't want that to happen you want to almost go in with your eyes open and be aware of right i'm going to work everything around my current lifestyle and it's like ellie touched on earlier we would literally say like list your every hour of your week if you do shift work over your shift cycle, every hour of your day, what you do. And if there's things, and then what you do is you have your negotiables and non-negotiables. Your non-negotiables aren't changing. They're staying the same. So for us, our non-negotiables, quality time with you for me, our non-negotiables, doing our work, things like that, they're not changing. They're set in stone when we're doing and what we're doing. And then we work everything else around it. So yeah, if we can do a little bit of extra cardio or if we can go out for an extra long walk, we will do it if it fits around what we're currently doing. If we can get an extra training session, then we would do it. But we're not beating ourselves up because we're crystal clear that, do you know what? Our gym or our fitness side of things comes number three. Yeah, and I'm not looking at prep as like a negative way. I'm looking at my last prep as a learning curve because I honestly believe that you can do it surrounded by lifestyle. And, you know, we've got holiday plans at some point this year. And when we do do our mini cuts for it, which I'm sure that we'll probably share on our social media, it's all now from now on, everything that we do, whether we do another prep um, for another show over the next few years, it's all going to take into consideration lifestyle because that's where you, you promote a healthy relationship with yourself, with others, with food and, and exercise. Because a lot of the time when you speak to bodybuilders or when they've gone for a prep, there becomes a point where you obsess over certain things. And I honestly believe that you do kind of 
have an unhealthy relationship with something along the way. So lifestyle always, and I'm sure that Ryan will agree with me. Um, yeah, and we've also found, you know, that these thoughts and feelings are directly relatable to people who are on a weight loss journey that have tried the fads out there. You know, they obsess about foods and they'll almost have like these things where they want a binge after they've done it because they're doing a, a, a six week juicing thing or they're doing a six week meal like replacement thing. for a wedding or yes. a holiday diet. And that's why we just say, look, our message today really, we're going to close it off because we want to keep it as short <laughs> as we can, is really just focus on longer term and the most important thing is be crystal clear in your priorities. It's totally okay to say, do you know what? Losing weight isn't number one. Losing weight is number two or three. You work it, or even four, you work it around what your priorities are. And that's going to be the, the key to it. And also then your kids are going to see that and understand that, you know, you're not all about trying to lose that weight for a certain day. You're all about following a lifestyle that leads you from where you are now to where you want to be. Absolutely. And everything we talk about can be applied to anyone that we speak to. Whatever your goals are, whether it's fitness, whether it's weight, whether it's to, to do a bodybuilding show, whether it's just to feel more confident within a certain area, whether it's to do with a working work event or a job promotion, you can apply our sort of principles of becoming the best you with your goal. Because we've done it. We've, we've had a numerous different clients with different goals and we've applied to every single one because end of the day we all want the one thing that's becoming the best you and that's pretty much a good thing to finish it on <laughs> um we hope you can pop over to hodgsonhealth.com forward slash podcast to get the show notes um subscribe to our list to get our podcast we are going to be back podcasting every week and we look forward to tuning in next week have a good day Thank you for tuning in to Becoming the Best You with the Hodgsons. Be sure to go over to hodgsonhealth.com forward slash podcast for all the show notes.